Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. particular harbor where everything is cool and everything is fine and that of course is Margaritaville hello everyone and welcome to another edition of young persons radio on radio free brooklyn i'm your host colby smith and today on this memorial day weekend friends and I will be celebrating by recapping our journey to see Escape to Margaritaville, the Jimmy Buffett Broadway musical that we saw a few weeks ago. So kick back in your lawn chair, maybe grab a land shark. This show is sponsored by Land Shark. Land Shark beer. Maybe grab your favorite cheeseburger. Maybe get some gumbo. And get ready for the ride of your life. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. And this is Young Parsons Radio. I don't usually wake up this early. Okay. Caller, what is so important? I guess it's a show where you talk to <laughs> people who are hit by lightning. Hey, Colby. It's Tim Keck. What's up, bitch? This is Mary Coolahan. Colby, Colby, it's Jason Trackerberry with a very quick phone call. It's me, Gene Crackhead George. It's Monica. Yay. Yay. Can I tell you a pigeon story? It's raising baby pigeons in a pasta colander. Pigeon, is that you? There's enough evidence on here to lock her away for a long time. <laughs> oh, I guess this is a maniac show for birds. Stupid, it's childish, and I would never do that to you. Lower East Simon. What kind of art were you doing at the karate school? The art of the empty hand. I take care of feral cats. There's a meatball. It's in the house. <laughs> Caller, it lift me out of this slump. Caller! I'm not a fan of the show. I've never heard of it before. Are you back to number one yet? I'm feeling real cool. Get me named a living landmark for New York. I gotta shoot on Rob Shapiro real quick. He's a hat. His fans are morons. I'm a big fan of your radio show, but off the air, you're, you're kind of a terrible person. You just sound like a bunch of dorks. I it's truly can't two. tell if everyone's making fun of us. Is this what this feels this like is, every week? Yeah. Come in. Oh my god. Oh my god, let's call me. You have a nasty habit of surviving. You know what they say about the fittest?
We're back. Welcome, everybody. This is Young Persons Radio, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, with me, your host, Colby Smith, who I am here until 11 a.m. this morning. Uh, it's, a, it's a talk show. <laughs> We're on Radio Free Brooklyn, where I'm sure you have already signed up for our newsletter uh, 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 at, at our website, RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. It's the best way to come uh, to, to, to get, get, your, get your fix of all of the news we've got going. Is that a strong, uh, coherent pitch? Here's one thing we got going on tomorrow. Memorial Day, May 28th of 2018, at 7 p.m. at the Footlight Bar in Ridgewood, Queens, our neighbors to the north. There will be an event called A Night of Dreams. Do you like local talent? Do you like theater, music, and Radio Free Brooklyn? Well, what if I told you there was a show coming up that combined all four? It's absolutely true. Uh, it's a cabaret show where Broadway and off-Broadway performers will take the stage to perform various songs from their personal dream roles. Broadway-caliber talent performing songs they love and have always longed to sing in an intimate setting. That's tomorrow at 7 p.m. at the Footlight, presented by Radio Free Brooklyn. And it's the perfect lead-in to our show today. A couple weeks ago, when Tom McDonald was on the show, I made a pledge that if 10 people called in, I would spend my own money to see Escape to Margaritaville, the Jimmy Buffett jukebox musical, currently playing on Broadway here in New York City. And that goal was met with seconds to spare in the episode. And you know what? We did it. And we got some friends to come along on the journey. But of course, I would be remiss if I didn't start by introducing the man for whom this all happened, Tom McDonald. Hello. Hello, Tom. Yes. We made it back. We did. <laughs> we went to hell and back again. We sure did. It was a beautiful show. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that yeah. more. Uh, sitting to Tom's right, you know him as a loyal caller to this program, and his name is Tim Keck. Hey, Colby! Yes, I hey. love it. <laughs> Tim Keck here, ready to recap some NBA playoffs. We are hot and ready. Chris Paul out. Is he out for Game 7? We will dissect. What does that mean? Kevin Love sitting Game 7. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Could this be LeBron's last game in Cleveland? We'll get into it. <laughs> we get two Game 7s. We do? Mm-hmm. Pretty exciting stuff. You know who would love to weigh in on this? Who would? Our friend, longtime friend of the show, Matt Strickland. Uh, the game is going to be played in Boston, so he could have potentially already played his last game in Cleveland. LeBron. Mm-hmm. The Cavs have trouble on the road. They do. Well, yeah, they do. The Cavs have trouble everywhere, let's be honest. <laughs> Man, they're, I love basketball talk. They're bad. <laughs> uh, you know, Tao Poops actually uh, hosted this very program one time. That's true, yeah, yeah. And the overtime show. Yeah. We, uh, Point of Order, which we will be followed by at 11 o'clock, uh, was out one week, and uh, Matt and Noah of the Tao Poops podcast stepped in. Yeah. And I sat here occasionally weighing in. Yeah, you, you kept kept us moving. <laughs> yeah. Um. I would just like to say right up top, I will try my best to only sh- speak in very, very short sound bites so that the next time you do you do a new edit of your intro, I can make it in there. <laughs> wow. So let me, can I just You're... do a couple off the top? Yeah, yeah. What? Oh, shut your face. Callers be damned. <laughs> Tim. Yeah. What, Colb? No, Colb. All right, any of those you could probably get. I'm gonna in there. do a cut. Uh, I'm gonna do a cut next week. That's just you saying those. <laughs> <laughs> and don't think I won't. 
<laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Strickbomb. You throw that in there too. So yeah, I get we'll, more. We'll, we'll see what makes the end. You know. <laughs> yeah, make sure you plug a night of dreams in that intro as well. <laughs> yeah. It's happening tomorrow at seven. <laughs> Five dollars at the door, everybody. This will be the show. You know what needs no plug because it's great. Escape <laughs> to Margaritaville. Oh, to damn. Yeah. Let's get Street into it. Musical. Let's get into it. So Man. we've been circling it all. Look at that So the crew, we there were seven of us going to this by the end. Yeah, which I have to say, the fact that you guys uh, did not make me, I was expecting to go by myself to this <laughs> thing because I'm the one who made the pledge. <laughs> Oh, we rolled in deep. Yeah, to we rolled in so deep, and this is the thing I would love to talk about right off the bat, which is there were seven of us all going to the box office of the theater right before the show was going to start, and we were like, "Yeah, yeah, we're we're here for tickets for the show." The guy's like, "Oh yeah, cool." There's there's seven of us. Is is that going to be a problem? He was like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> of course not." <laughs> he didn't have to say it. But, you know, no one's no one's seeing this thing. And, of course, we all get up there and, you know, we're, we're getting we're getting drinks and because uh, uh, you can drink. Got to get the margaritas. Yeah. Got to get Fun. the margaritas. The show, I, uh, I didn't buy drinks. I smuggled in my own. And they, okay. they didn't check. No. They, didn't, but, they weren't checking bags, really. I had a bunch of little yeah. nips of Maker's Mark. Yeah. So you and I got to the seven seats first. Yeah. This usher, we'd been sitting for not even five minutes. This usher comes up and she's like, do you guys want to move up? <laughs> and we were like, well, well, we do, but there are seven of us. And she like, she was like, and? <laughs> not <laughs> a like, problem. We've got room for seven at the front of this section. <laughs> so maybe maybe a, a little more than half full theater total, probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah, half full. But you know, I, I was stunned the tickets cost money. Right, like, we started it costs going. A lot of money. We went to like the booth in in Times Square, the one where it's like, oh, you're supposed to get the best tickets, and they yeah. were like, oh yeah, it's like a hundred dollars a ticket. And we were all like, that cannot be right. <laughs> that is not. There's no way that's accurate. And at the TKTS, we couldn't sit together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've got one in the front. Yeah, we've got two They're way trying, over there. Yeah. Trying to split us up, and so this is let that be a lesson. Always go to the box office. Yeah, not the TKTS booth. The box, but no. TKTS is 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 horseshit. Now I want to welcome to the show uh, some folks who are on the line right now. Ooh, this is we're we're almost rounding out the complete uh, the complete crew. A, a caller. Yes. Hello, Colby. Hello, and friends. This is Trevor Lyon and Marika Zappas are here as well. Everyone has been We're stunned to silence. <laughs> I'm baffled they got on. So where, so where, where to, where to begin with this? The first thing I want to call out is that this, this, the, the theater is right next to Hamilton. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which no. is the funniest juxtaposition ever. And Anna, who's not here today, yes. saw someone from her her, her office, office, an older coworker. Uh-huh. I'm very excited to see Anna, saying, "Oh my gosh, you're seeing the show too." She had to sadly say, no, I'm going to see Escape to Margaritaville. <laughs> she was shamed in the office. All those losers couldn't get tickets to Escape from Margaritaville. Yeah. They didn't know the box office trick. I think I'd rather see Escape to Margaritaville. It was a I have no interest in seeing Hamilton. Yeah, I'm point, sure it was better. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely had more fun than I probably would have had at Hamilton. Oh, yeah. it was a blast. Did you? Were you going to go into uh, everyone's... Uh, Jimmy Buffett experience. Yes, yes, that was the next thing. Yeah, which is uh, uh, <laughs> gauging everyone's familiarity with uh, 
with Jimmy Buffett before. I know you you I'm, were very I'm Florida born and bred, man. Yes. I've I've had my Buffett occasionally. Very important you know? figure in Florida history. He is he is paramount. He is up He's there. your Bruce Springsteen. He is our Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> he is one hundred percent our Bruce Springsteen. And there's so many bars where it's like our theme is Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have margaritas and you're gonna sit and you're gonna look at the water and you're just gonna listen to his greatest hits or whatever album all day. My dad uh-huh. at the live album recognized all the songs so I what what this. what live album did you have because we had one also um i don't i don't know it had like uh gypsies in the palace on it which Ooh, i think is I a great underrated song i don't know that one um it's like just a story it's again <laughs> uh florida's greatest storyteller in the vein of <laughs> bruce springsteen uh and like volcano and like all the all the classics yeah. i mean he did a lot of the same stuff i guess but yeah you know, the live stuff was always playing. You went to SeaWorld all the time, and they mm-hmm. always had Volcano playing during, like, the Sea Lion show. Yeah. So he was always in the in my mind. And this musical was a great refresher of how deep, you know, because on the air every day, yeah. I'm not on the subway listening to Jimmy Buffett. You no. got to be in the right environment. You got to have a land shark in one hand, margarita in the other, to really be in the Margaritaville mindset. And, and uh, you know, just to have all that, like, pulled out of me again was just a wonderful catharsis. There were songs that were played. I, I said this to you afterwards. I was like, I can't believe how many of those I knew. Like they were so playing. Like some like a song would queue up, and I'd be like, Oh, there's another one. <laughs> son of a son of a sailor. Yeah, that was a big one. Oh, that was a big classic. one. Big, big, uh, uh, big time in the show. Centerpiece. Yeah. Centerpiece, man. So many classics. Yeah, but some people weren't familiar with Jimmy Buffett at all. Such as Me. Tom McDonald. Yes, I knew zero Jimmy Buffett. Could not identify a song, but uh, I, I gotta say, <laughs> some of them are good. <laughs> Which some ones? were partially good. Which ones? I don't know any of the names of them. I think what, what's his hit? Probably Margarita. Margarita. <laughs> Margaritaville. That was yeah. a pretty good song. Yeah. yeah. I think you like the volcano one. I don't remember what that was. It's probably when the volcano was running away at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Then the guy. Where are you going when the volcano blows? Yeah, I don't recall liking that. I like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Songs with elements of danger are, are fun, though. They are fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they used it to write the story. That song is Volcano yeah. Jimmy Buffett's most punk song. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that Jimmy Buffett mm. is classified as golf rock. <laughs> golf rock. Yeah, I was looking it up extensively. I was like, "Who is this Buffett guy? I gotta figure out his journey." Well, that's so. And funny. that's all I took away was it. It's called the golf rock. Yeah. What else is golf rock? It's just Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> is it? Is it the song? Uh, 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 my the angel Persian is the centerfold. Could that be in there? Isn't that baseball? Rock? That's, that's probably. Yeah, that's probably you, more of. That's that's, that's like, minor league baseball park. That's rock. Like a that's a a football a baseball's throw away from CCR of like it's in the same kind of like <laughs> you're getting warmed up for a game and then the angels the centerfold. It's like not exactly the same, but like you know we're taking a break in between innings. <laughs> And we're going to ramp you back up with a CCR in a minute. Centerfold is a is a phenomenal song. I don't like I don't mean to say it's bad. That's not what I'm My saying. My blood runs cold. Matt, what was your experience for familiarity beforehand? Uh, I had a similar thing to you where I was very much shocked at how mm-hmm. many songs I recognized, like Your Son of a Sailor's and Your Volcanoes. But I, I had no idea that those were Jimmy Buffett. Going in, I was like, yeah, I know Margaritaville, and I know Cheeseburger in Paradise. Mm-hmm. And I've actually eaten at a Cheeseburger in oh, Paradise. Oh, wow. Because what? he has 
you know, these themed restaurants and it's, it's a chain like, like a Wahlburgers or a, or a, you know, yes. another kind of novelty chain. Yes. And I believe there are Margaritaville hotels. I think that is a hotel chain. I, I believe it. Uh, I don't remember what the food was like. I was like six or eight or something. Uh, did you have the cheeseburger? I'm sure I must've. Mm. There's no way you don't. Um, I, I, I assume it's, it's like a Fridays or an Applebee's type level of quality. Yeah. So great. So yeah, very good. <laughs> Look, there's there's one Apple. of the keys uh-huh. that like legend ha- the the story around it is like cuz he like lived down there and then he would just come in sometimes, lock the doors and be like, I'm doing a concert. Nobody in or out. <laughs> oh, baby. Well, that's what, he really like, is like Bruce, dream. like Bruce at the Stone Pony. <laughs> he is so much the Bruce Springsteen of Southern Florida. Well, that's it's what did, Didn't they talk about this? There was this New York Times article that Marika found that Rick's parents found. Uh, that my family sent me when they heard that we saw the show. <laughs> Don't they talk about where he was like, he was like, I got to go do a show. And so he like rolls up to some place and just does like two hours. Yeah, to refine himself. <laughs> yeah, to find himself, character. to find his tully, his inner tully. Yeah. He doesn't have to strain his, his voice at all. Tully. So it's pretty good. Now, how about you, you guys on the phone, Trevor and Marika? Well, what say you? Uh, I was more on Tom's side of familiarity. I had very vague associations, but knew very little. Mm. So uh, I came in open and excited. Yes. I was just ready to take it in. A blank slate. I had known. What? I said a blank slate. Yes. I knew <laughs> I knew the hits, and I had been to the Key West Margaritaville uh, one time. Whoa. Uh, that's that's the only familiarity that I had. Mm. Old JB. Yeah. And now, now you can't stop. Now you're in. You're a parrot head. Yes. Yes, one hundred percent. Also, you were talking a little bit about uh, us getting there. You cannot also include that we were in the last row and immediately moved up before. You, oh, you said that already. Yeah. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> well, I just thought that was very important. <laughs> yeah. Carry on. Yeah, no, we we can revisit it for sure. <laughs> it's one of the funniest things about the trip is they were bumped up immediately, seven people. But and we were like last row, like you said, we got moved up to what, like the third row of the balcony. Mm-hmm. Great, and we were right yeah. dead center too, which was which was real nice. Yeah, yeah. This it was a weird theater. I've never seen a show in this particular theater. Not mm-hmm. that I've seen many Broadway shows, but right, so like a hotel my... lobby. Yeah, it's well, a yeah. Lobby. We should they, mention they this it up. as well. It's in the Marriott Marquis Hotel. They have a full full size Broadway theater just in the on the first floor of this hotel. I bet there's a wonderful package deal with that hotel. I get oh, there. Should have looked into I'm it. I'm sure yeah. you get yeah a drink at Top of the World Round mm-hmm. Round Carousel on the Roof. Mm-hmm. What's that place called? It's like Top of the World or something. Top. Like, uh, top something, I don't know. It's fantastic. They have a revolving bar at the top of this yeah. hotel yeah. and the scariest glass elevator ride up to oh, it, yeah. which is That's a scary. nightmare. Yeah. And, Very scary. And beer is like $18. Yeah. But the laughs, man. The <laughs>, laughs, the good times, well, the camaraderie. That, that balcony was bopping, man. There were people going off. Mm-hmm. People loved that. Yeah. I mean, there were some parrot heads. They were out. They were out. They came yeah, to they came to play. Yes. Yeah. What day did we see this on? Like a Wednesday? It was a Wednesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Weren't they selling like bags of Lay's potato chips at the <laughs> concession stand? <laughs> That's, uh, 
Only on Jimmy Buffett's Broadway. <laughs> yeah, very. We must have Lay's. Theater friendly snack. They know their audience. <laughs> a nice yeah. loud crunch. Oh, <laughs> uh, the audience was great. The audience is really into it. I yeah. mean, how many people there? We were by far the only people there who were like seeing the show I, with any sense of irony, right? Everyone was there. Genuinely. Everyone else yeah. wanted so. this. But yeah, there, there were some high schoolers on a date. There I was, was just going to say there were more young people than I expected there. Like more people under 40. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought we would be the only ones. I just, but in our section, there was, there were like, there was like a young couple and, you know. They were a very diverse. There crowd. was one yeah. guy seeing <laughs> it by himself. Just a, a young guy? A young, yeah. He was looked in his, to be like 25, 35 uh-huh. in that range. And he was just there by himself seeing the Jimmy Buffett musical. That's, see, that's what I thought I was going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys saved me. Yeah. And I mean, we had a rollicking good time. And it I'd, was great. And I'd say that's what it should have been, but I had a blast. It's such a good time in this yep. musical. The only low time. parts were the original songs. Everything oh, else. Yeah. The original song. Well, so, real rock <laughs> so I looked this up. Yeah. You're talking, of course, about It's My Job. Marika, do you yeah. want to talk about It's My Job? Because I know you love It's My Job. I was going to say, if you're calling that a low part because it wasn't long enough, then I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, otherwise, It's My Job. And maybe this is because I wasn't a Jimmy Buffett period. I just... Took them all as they came and enjoyed them each in their own special way. Um, it's my job, especially if Jimmy Buffett did write any portion of it, is uh, is really stellar. It is to fill everybody in. Um, the protagonist, who is the serious scientist character, um, who doesn't like fun or, you know, island time, uh, she is singing about doing her job and being a smart woman worker. It's a powerful yeah. song. And it's yeah. sounds, it sounds... Oh, hold on. There's an ad. But what, was the, what was the science she was doing? She was like potato power? Oh, yes. no, yeah. Powering the world power, through pa- right. potatoes? So let's briefly... <laughs> Someone just remembered science from second grade. It's like, yeah, that's the science she does. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> briefly <laughs> summarize the plot of the, of the musical, right? So it opens up on the Margaritaville Hotel in an unnamed tropical island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you've got you've got your main character. You got Tully, right? He's the he's the house band at the hotel. You Mm -hmm. know, he's just having fun, living this carefree lifestyle. He's hooking up with tourists as they come in, never remembering their names. Clearly, who Jimmy Buffett is like saying is this is this is me. This is who I was. Clearly, who Jimmy Buffett was. So then you've got then we we, and Tully was Pan, which was important to Jimmy Buffett. Oh yeah, he had to be. Yeah, that was in the article. Right. Yes, in the article, uh, the the like. Hook of the article in the first paragraph is uh, they were doing the rehearsals for Escape from Margaritaville, but something wasn't right. Then Mr. Buffett realized it was his tan. Tully's not tan enough. What publication was this? In <laughs> the like New Sky York Times. <laughs> this is the New York Times. Well, well, the so paper you, of record. You can just you anyone can just write for the New York Times. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's dope. I'm, um, I'm submitting an article. So we cut to Cleveland, right? Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. We well, Cincinnati. There's also, Cincinnati. Well, there's also the the bartender character. Yeah. Well, let's. There's more characters in the bar that I think right. we should oh, visit. Oh, the goofy. Okay. Oh yeah, his name is Brick. 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 The best. Fr- the goofy best friend. <laughs> right? Someone just recently had watched Anchorman and was just like, let's just put this character yeah. with this name in this show. Brick. And then there, who's the old guy? There was the old guy who's also JD, very... maybe. Oh yeah, his name is JD. Yeah. That's and right. he he was like an old former pilot. Yeah. Who's lusting after the. Uh, 
the, the, the matron the of the hotel. Matron of the hotel. Yeah. Was this very thick, uh, Jamaican, maybe problematic Jamaican. accent. Maybe, yeah, who knows? He spends, but like, I mean, the, the actress wasn't quite great at it. Yeah. He spends most of the first act setting up a joke that, for me, paid off in spades. A lot of the Sorry, jokes the were... The song? Are you the, yeah, the song. Oh, how, I mean, there oh, were man. so many of these, and it's baffling to me how all of these songs... Every Jimmy Buffett song could be written about the same exact day <laughs> in the same exact location. And the musical proved that. Every song flows seamlessly into itself. Yeah. And most of the jokes in there, which I thought were fantastic and was disappointed... As, as an aspiring comedian was like, oh, I am disappointed in myself for not seeing this coming. <laughs> There were so many jokes that were set up in dialogue that were the joke, the punchline was just this is was a lyric in the song the whole time. <laughs> so like the whole first act, this old guy is going around and he's asking people for his salt. He lost a salt shaker, yeah, 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 that because he was putting salt on his mangoes. And then you get to Margaritaville, where one of the lines is "Looking for my lost shaker of salt," right. which he just delivers deadpan, just walking across the stage in the middle of like a big musical number. Yeah, and I I died, man. He's I was so embarrassed. Around the I loved it. Uh, but he asked like five people, and every time I was like, "Where is this going?" <laughs> I did not see that one at all. He was fantastic. I thought he was great. So we cut to Cincinnati. You've got a, <laughs> you've got the, the 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 love interest played by Allison Luff, who's like a Broadway, like a rising Broadway treasure. She was in the first uh, production of uh, the first touring production of Wicked. She was just in Les Mis before this, and now Fantastic. she's singing all these Jimmy Buffett songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is definitely the pinnacle of her career thus far. Yeah, I mean, and I don't—I've got to only be downhill from here. Yeah. So she, um, she's you know the opposite of Tully. You know, she's high strung, loves work, <laughs> potato science. Potato science Back is to her. The potato science. Yeah, she's a she's a, a botanist or a bio, a plant biologist yeah. or something, right? Yeah, but she's collecting. Soil samples from the volcano at this resort. At this resort, yes. Yeah. So that's what leads her to. And she's going with her friend who is about to be married. Her goofy best friend. Her goofy best yeah. friend is about to be married to a real, real dog. Real scum. Oh, just scum. real yeah. dirt. And this dirt, guy's always trying. Dirt, he's telling her she needs to lose weight. Yeah. He's, he's putting her on this diet. Mm-hmm. Setting which, up a great Setting number. up which setting from up a, a mile away. <laughs> you definitely. You definitely had to have seen this coming. Yes, From the I first did. thing, you got a diet, you're like, oh, well, we're going to get Cheeseburger in Paradise later. From her. Because the, the whole thing of Cheeseburger in Paradise is I'm dieting and I dream about cheeseburgers. <laughs> That's a four-minute song. It's one of the biggest hits of his career. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a great, great It's song. relatable. It's so good. But I, go ahead. Oh, and while I guess we're, we are, it's a little, going a little out of order, this guy is clearly a, a, a crappy dude. Mm-hmm. And in the first act, it's like, yeah, this dude sucks. She could really do better. But in the second act, they really drop the hammer with what a shithead this yeah. guy is. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. at one point, the whole theater like gasped. <laughs> like, this dude says something to her like, you got to lose weight. Like something just. He says he calls her fat. Like he uses the word fat. Oh, and He's... the whole theater like he turned says, on this guy. love her if she stays fat? That's yeah. right. Oh, I was stunned. Oh Everyone in the theater was so into this yeah. that this heel <gasps> turn, it wasn't even a heel turn. It's just the bad guy being a bad guy. Being a bad guy. Everyone yeah. instantly was like, <laughs> I almost leapt out of my seat and yelled, fuck you, guy. She's beautiful the way she is. He did. Rick will love her and respect her. And you don't know. He did order for, I think it was their wedding party, a, a like the wedding dinner rehearsal. A separate catering just for her. Yeah. So it wasn't too fatty. Yeah. It was really going out of his way. 
which and again, a whole buffet station. This is a lot of food for one person. And set up another line yeah, from cheeseburger. And nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Not just the characters. What'd you say? Oh well, he was he was trying to, he was trying to treat her and get her like wheat vulgar. I didn't realize until the song, and that is a song I'd heard before, but that all of the details of her diet, right down to like what she was eating, was was specifically for that song. Much like the Shaker of Salt, they they were pretty genius in tying these ends together. Almost like <laughs> it was, this is almost like Harry Potter. All the details they snuck in at different times. Yeah, and I'm sure there were Easter eggs that yeah. went over our heads. Oh yeah, know? absolutely, definitely were. The, my, I mean, that's why we got to see it again. Oh, man, we totally. I don't. Started. I don't feel comfortable making that pledge <laughs> yeah. in public. I think ten ten callers call in, and we'll see it again. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, yeah. Ten people call in between now and eleven. We'll see it again. Oh, the lines are all tied up by Trevor and Marika. Oh, oh no. no. Well, we can hang up. <laughs> yeah, get out of. Open these phone lines up. But before, look, I want to talk about it's my job. Because yeah. at one point, uh, Allison Love's character sings about uh, how she, uh, how who were I always forget who it was. She goes, you know, a lot of my uh, when I was in college, a lot of people had uh, like rock posters. Johnny Depp. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah, you did do it. I think her posters were Johnny Depp and Justin Timberlake. Yes, but her who both peaked at exactly the same had, time. Yeah. Has a line that's like. Uh, who are they, Marie, Marie Curie? And? And Amelia Earhart, I think? Yeah. Oh. I mean, uh, Marie Curie and Amelia Earhart? Those were my rock stars. And then she <laughs> launches into this song. I've, I've got it. I've got it right here. Oh, wow. This is from the original cast recording. In the middle of summer school I was sitting on a curb I didn't It's a beautiful voice. She is <laughs> inside and out. She's gorgeous. <laughs> it is so weird to hear this song. Yeah. Because it is such a Broadway song in the middle of all these Jimmy Buffett stuff. It's so strange. It's tonally completely out of my job to be cleaning up this mess, and that's enough reason to go for me. It's my job to be different. She works so hard to make job like a musical word. It's such a hard that ob is such a hard way to end a line of music. Yeah. It's my job. <laughs> so she's singing about how much she loves work, right? And I am convinced at this point that this song was either written by, uh, it, it's definitely not a Jimmy Buffett song, or it was written exclusively for this musical. I find out, I find this video from uh, 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 the Friday's TV show on ABC, 1981. Check that. Check check this, gang. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jimmy Buffett and the Coral Reef. No. <laughs> no. Just oh can't do Buffett. What a twist. Every step. This sucks, man. I'm so 
Hold on, wait for it. This is amazing. the troop song yeah <laughs> and it's just it, for guys with jobs this is, it's a song about oh. uh the first verse is about like a street sweeper and it's about like bad job there are bad jobs out there is what he's trying to say but in this in the broadway uh show it's been magically reimagined to be about uh allison luff's uh um potato job potato science <laughs> yes. potato this, this junk storyline has really uh that really you know, there was no way we could even believe that he wrote that because the potato power of her potato <laughs> power plant job carried that song so well. <laughs> yeah, I'm rethinking this whole thing. <laughs> it was, right. no, Isn't that insane? <laughs> it's so crazy to me that that's, that was a song. Like, it's so different from all the other ones. Like, this is one, I guess it could take place on the same day. I mean, that song, even the way he was singing it, yeah. that is not like Jimmy... Jimmy Buffett. I love this. Like that is not I, who he is. That was like he's like I got to do a country album. That's not like, who he is. is. That's not who he is. He's lying to himself with that song, and that's mm. why we've never heard it since. There's like no, it's, there's no way it's but, on live albums. There's no way people are clamoring for this song. This was like for a charity event or something uh-huh. like that. This was him trying to get a Grammy in a new category. Do you or something. think this is him trying to do Bruce Springsteen? This oh, song clearly, where he's talking about hey, down on his luck jobs. It's my job. No way. I'd be That's so upset. reason to go I mean, 81, me. we're talking like peak Springsteen. You know, that's, it, that's like, the river. That's river. You river know, tour. Born to Runs yeah. come out. You know, the, his, 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 this is peak Springsteen. So yeah. I'm sure Jimmy Buffett is looking at looking at the boss and going, I can do that. Maybe I could be the boss. <laughs> maybe I could be the beach boss. But he can't. Oh, and that's why boss. he went back to where he But belongs. the thing is. Stay your lane, Jimmy. Bosses don't exist on the beach, baby. Yeah, there's no hierarchy. If I've learned anything from Jimmy Buffett's music, it's that that's where I can go to get away from the boss. Mm-hmm. Are, do we are we projecting this uh, Bruce Buffett beef? Because that sounds so juicy to me. I just want that's a oh, cheeseburger. Man, if they I would hated eat. each other. Do they? Man, if they were just intense rivals, just one dominating <laughs> the South. Bruce Springsteen is like, Jersey. why are you singing about relaxing all the well, time? Well, Bruce is from the shore. Yeah, yeah. But sure. He's, he's they're from the, two different the, shores, but he's the dark side of the shore. You know, he's he's the working man shore. He's, mm-hmm. They're they're two sides of the same <sighs> coin. And I bet you they were both. They're both in New York City, 1971. They're both playing like their acoustic solo shows at Max's Kansas City. Mm-hmm. But the punks liked the dark Bruce, and they weren't for Jimmy Buffett. And Jimmy Buffett's always resented it. He's always resented it because he's always wanted the respect of the New York intelligentsia. That Bruce got in the early seventies, and he's never gotten it. And he's always, and he's gonna, and he's gonna. This Broadway show, he knows Bruce has got a show on Broadway right now, and he's like, wow. "Fuck that shit! I'm gonna go to a bigger theater yeah. and sell more tickets." Yes, I think this, he's lost. It's so funny because whenever, <laughs> oh, oh wow, we have another, we have another call on the line. Can we do both? What? Hello? Oh. All right. Did we lose it? Yeah. We Can lost. we count that as one, though? <laughs> <laughs> call back. Hey, hey, uh, uh, the 419 number that just called in. Call back. Call back. We want to talk. We want to talk. Oh, there there we go. Hey, Marika, I think we might have to drop you guys in order. Well, wait. I don't know. I think we might have to drop you in order you to do this. That's okay. 
I think okay. Trevor and I thoroughly enjoyed Margaritaville, and uh, with very little irony, uh, I'd go anytime, uh, island time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks for calling. Bye. Bye. All right, here we go. Next call. All right, here we go. Caller, you're on the air on Young Persons hello? Radio. Yes, hello. Hey, it's Kevin Bauer. How's it going? Kevin yeah, Bauer. Kevin. Hello. All right. Hey, so, Kevin. Kevin, how's it going this morning? It's going pretty well. I am uh, I'm out in Ohio having oh. a good time. Who's the boss of Ohio? Do you have one? New Jersey's got Bruce Springsteen. Florida's Jimmy Buffett. Does Ohio have one? Oh, boy. I would say the boss of Ohio is probably... Uh, Oh, man. Brutus the Buckeye, famed Ohio. <laughs> All right, sick. <laughs> uh, I, was actually, uh, I was actually calling in uh, with a purpose this morning. Ooh. Uh, Tim Keck is in the room, right? Tim, Tim's here, yeah. All right. Uh, Tim, I, <laughs> I feel bad, man. I know we were trying to hang out uh, before I left to go back for Ohio. I was wondering if you're open uh this next week to hang out sometime uh yeah kevin i would tell i would yeah i'd love to hang out i uh yeah i know okay. i think we, we i felt like we kind of had plans on friday and then those kind of um come up and spot what are you doing today you want to hang out today uh well today i'm actually back in ohio um but what uh what are you doing are you open let's see like tuesday after seven o'clock um tuesday Tuesday after seven. I don't know. I think I. Oh shoot! Actually, I'm still going to be in Ohio on Tuesday. Okay. Um, what about Monday? Want to hang out on Monday? Uh, Wednesday is still in Ohio. No Monday. I'm asking about um, Monday. What are you What are you doing on Monday? Oh, like Monday Memorial Day. Yeah, like Memorial Day. Let's go to the park. Let's like grill. Let's like toss the frisbee. You know, it's like almost disking weather. Let's get out there, man. Word. Uh, hold on. Let me check. Ah uh, shit! Uh, Monday's still in Ohio. Um, what are you doing on? It looks like I get back Sunday the third. I'm probably getting back kind of late. Sunday. So what are you doing Saturday? Uh, is like after nine thirty too late? On Saturday? Well, Saturday, yeah, because then Sunday uh, I can Sunday, sleep in. I just wake up Sunday, at ten June to call 3rd. the Colby show. Okay. So Saturday so this would, would work. Be yeah. After that, this would be uh, like at nighttime. Yeah, nighttime on Saturday. Uh, no, on Sunday, sorry. On Sunday? What about that Friday? Yeah. Um, let me check real quick. Ah, uh, shoot, Friday in Southern Ohio. Um, this is fucking riveting. <laughs> uh, let's see. Matt, please, we're, we're trying to figure what's this like out. What's like this... What's this Thursday after 7 p.m. look like? This Thursday after 7 p.m., I am free. I'm totally free. When, what time do you get off work during the week? Six. Six? Okay. Usually six o'clock. And you yeah. work in Midtown, right? Yeah, I work in Midtown. Kevin, you there? Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, so Thursday All right. after 7. Shoot, actually, I'm still going to be in Ohio. What about uh, that Monday? The Monday, Monday what, June 4th? Or a Monday. 
Monday, June 4th uh, is the rest of history at uh, Union Hall at 8 o'clock. If you guys are trying to do an activity or see a show together or something, I highly recommend. Something to stimulate conversation. I def- uh, what time's what time's the roast history? Is that eight o'clock? Uh, eight o'clock, Union Hall, Monday, June fourth. Okay, Kevin, so I'm free. Okay, to, Tim, uh... I might be free at eight o'clock elsewhere in Brooklyn. <laughs> All right, that sounds good to me. Are we uh, are we gonna see a movie? Um, yeah, I guess see a movie. Have you seen uh, Have you seen Deadpool two? Yeah, I've seen Deadpool two. Uh, I'd see it again. Okay. Um, I've already seen it. I don't know that I would see it again. Really? I've seen it. I've seen it twice. You've seen it twice already? Yeah, I've seen it twice. How did it hold up the second time compared to the first time? I don't know. I feel like I picked up on more things the second time that I that I missed the first time. Okay. You know, but I, um, I knew what was going to happen. I'm not super interested in that, Okay. if I'm being honest. That's fine. We could go see... Um, have you seen Avengers Infinity War yet? Um, which one is that? That is, um, this one has got like Ant-Man, Hawkeye, one with Ant- um, yeah, um, Winter Soldier, Bucky. Ant-Man, Hawkeye. Yeah, I've seen that. I'd see it again. Yeah, I've seen it? Yeah, okay. I've seen it twice, but I'd see it again. Okay. I've seen that one twice too, so I probably don't want to go see that one again. Okay. Um. Hmm. Solo. You know, is um. Do you know if Speed Racers still on? <laughs> like the cartoon Speed Racer. It's late night Cartoon Network. I mean, you could come over and watch. Yeah, the, uh, there was like cartoon a live action movie. There was like a live action movie Speed Racer that came out in like, I don't know if it's still in theaters. Came out in like two thousand. Twelve. Mm. I could check. Does anybody have uh, Colby? Can you can you pull up movie times for? Yeah, sure. Monday. Colby, can you check Speed can, Racer movie? Colby, time? can you check and see if Speed Racer is playing on uh, June fourth? Col- Matt, what time was your show again? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. <laughs> so eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Uh, eight o'clock. Speed wow. Racer on Monday, June fourth. What is that in the background? Wednesday, May thirtieth at Alamo Draft House at seven p.m. Seriously. Speed oh, Racer? Shit. Speed Racer, yeah. you want to try to go this Wednesday? Yeah, let's do it this Wednesday for sure. It's a date. Oh, shit, dude. I'm going to be in Ohio. Um, um, hey, Kevin, can you turn on the TV? Okay. So, Monday, I guess. Are there any other dates at the Alamo House? No, just, uh, just Wednesday. Just this Wednesday. Can you fly back? Just Wednesday, May 30th. Can you, like, come back for the day? I could try. I could try to fly back in. Um, Colby, can you look up flight times for me? Just uh, flights.google.com. Yeah, do you, do you do, like, Delta? If you do fly Delta, I do Delta. Can, I, can I give you my SkyMiles number so I can get the miles? Damn, that's uh, a really sure. good idea. Yeah, I'd be up in that. Nope, nope. I will text that to you. Do you do that for everybody? I guess I could just give you the the number, and then every time you guys fly, I'll get the miles. I don't fly enough to get enough miles for me to use. I was oh, cool. I was flying His a lot. His sky miles number is just four. 
Yeah, I was flying a lot for work, and then uh, <clears throat> I got so I like signed up to get Sky Miles, and then the second I signed up, I haven't been flying really. Huh. Which is, it's just, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles. So Wednesday sounds good. Yeah, if there's uh, if those flight times work out, we could try to make that happen. There's an eight forty-five. Don't worry. Yeah. Delta. So eight forty-five in the morning. There's an eight forty-five flight. I get out of work at seven. We see the movie at eight, okay. and then after that, you can fly, fly back. Yeah. Okay, Kevin. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm looking forward to hanging out with you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hanging out with you too. Man. It's gonna be great. That'll be a good time. Yeah. Kevin, any opinions you want to get out there? Um. About anything? Yeah. What? What you said? You saw Deadpool about two. Anything? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you uninterrupted airtime to talk about Deadpool two, starting now. Okay. Um. Deadpool two. I hung up on him. Great. <laughs> great. Great. Um. Man, I love that guy. Never gonna, <laughs> gonna get to hang out. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, I'm Thanks, really guys. happy for you. I'm sad that Marika and Trevor had to get off the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And we burned, I mean, it, what could have been hours <laughs> of time we could have spent talking about Trudy Buffett. There's so much more to Buffett. I know. I There's feel so like we more. barely scratched the barely. surface of this musical. I know. We've got yeah. we've got. We precious... didn't even get to the volcano blowing up. Well, the island explodes the love halfway story. through the show. The yeah. two flying scenes where the actors flew oh, just yeah, there's, across there's, the stage for some reason. Meaningless flying. Yeah. Well, one was to get cheeseburgers. Yeah, and then one was to fly back. <laughs> fly back to the other. Well, one was the swimming. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the swimming. Yeah. Oh, the swimming. That was fun. In the middle of one of the musical numbers, two people come out on wires and are just snorkeling together. Well, it was Tolly and whatever the girl is because they were diving. Yeah. Right? They wanted to do it. And there was a great there was a great montage scene of him, his rise to fame. Mm-hmm. Remember that? He gets very famous. And, it, and the more fame, the more backup dancers he has is the more famous he's getting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he keeps turning around. Yes. So that that is a, a thing that is so funny to me is that the, the at one point in the show, Tully has a hit. Has like his his whole thing is like I'm just happy to just sit here and play in this bar and for the rest of my life. And then he decides, you know, to to try and pursue fame in the music industry. And he has a hit that is, of course, a Jimmy Buffett song. That he already recorded that was not a hit. <laughs> it's the song Love and Luck. Which is great. It's like Jimmy Buffett's alternate, you know, alt-reality alt of what he wishes yeah, exactly. his life to yeah. be. It's like, it's like him saying, you know, I always thought this song should have done better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it totally is. It's so good. Yeah. This is Tully singing. Oh, I was going to say, this sounds like Tully to me. <laughs> I feel it when I fly. Yeah. Paul Alexander Nolan. Wow. Is his name. Man. And her name is Rachel in the show, by the way. Mm-hmm. Allison Luff's character. Boston? Did you hear that? He said, give it up, Boston. Damn. Well, this traveling. isn't the Broadway cast recording. He's, tra- he's traveling. No, no, the character no, the is character. traveling. Yeah. Oh, the music. Uh, tra- oh, you're right. The character right. of Tully is, and I think they were going to, I think every. He probably says, give it up Nashville, give it up L.A., give yeah. it up 
uh, Homedale, New Jersey. That's true. Uh, you know. That's true. Uh, wow. I got really heated for a second. Jesus. <laughs> Should we talk about the... I, I found the end so problematic in like a, just the it's it seemed like very musical like tying it all up of like the, the main characters spend a week together and then he goes and is like hey you want to go to be together and she's like no that was like a fling on an island for one week like a month months ago mm-hmm. and then three years later she comes to the island and is like I love you yeah what are you talking about now that he's oh, yeah. like a famous rock star. It's like this is crazy. This doesn't make any sense to me. And he's like, yeah, I've been in love with you this whole but time. But it is this. It's this weird thing where it's just like, oh, now that we've gotten both characters, so she has her potato project that takes off, yeah, and makes her like a she's like a TED Talk style like thought leader now, right? She's this great scientist, and he has this he has this music career, and the and then they come back together, and they're like, well, now we can be in love. It's like now that we've gotten success, like financial success. And recognition out of our system, we can make way for for love. It's like if at the end of La La Land, Emma right. Stone was like, "Beat it, that thing you do." I'm getting back with with Gosling. Yeah, yeah. Which is how we all wanted it. To, <laughs> those of us who saw it. Did you just spoil La La Land for me? Oh, sorry, dude. La La Land, they do not end up together. Oh no, I was saving that for tonight. <laughs> but. Uh, it, I think that it's it, it's, it's nice, it's refreshing mm. just to see uh, you know a, a piece of art where the the characters are encouraged to put career first because careerism is always villainized in in, in your rom coms and, and, and is and, Escape from Our is Jimmy Buffett's uh, oeuvre uh, uh, <laughs> pro capitalist at its core? Yeah, I think that's what we're finding. Jimmy Buffett, Ayn Rand, <laughs> the same, <laughs> the same person. <laughs> But it is it's a glorification of the fruits of of good capitalist soldier labor. Mm-hmm. It's gone on vacation. It's what? He's just thinks about going on vacation. Yes. You're working your corporate yeah. job. Yeah. That's what it's all about. If only this these, guy doesn't uh, like to relax. If only this what? two weeks could last forever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's all head down to Margaritaville and find out. Yeah. That article Marika sent was like kind of talking about how he'd grown up and written all these songs as like a drifter and like the mm-hmm. islands and was living this lifestyle and since has become this like corporate mongol who's yeah. like mogul the corporate mogul, mogul who is like he's got like six houses and he's not that guy anymore right. and now he's all of his songs are like about a man that he used to be mm-hmm. all his songs are at a restaurant or some sort of franchising opportunity oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. he gets up at like 6 a.m for meetings for meetings yeah and then he sits in the back while they write a musical about his, like, life and career. Yeah. And it's kind of what he, I mean, in I a way, like... he did kind of, like, he sold out. But isn't that, oh, immediately he sold out. As soon as he could, that dude sold out. Yeah. And it's all fake now. He's such a poser now as a grown-up. Isn't but that not the because most... that's who he was. Isn't that the more interesting story, though? Where it's, it's like you've got this, like, beach bum, like, like southern guy who, like, gets a, a whiff of money and is just, like, it exploits everything about himself to to keep to like get that security, not yeah. even security, that comfort. Give me that Broadway musical. That's Escape to Margaritaville that I want to see. That's cool now, though. Like if you get uh, ten thousand Instagram followers, you sell out as soon as you start plugging ads. Uh-huh. Like that's like the modern uh, era. It's just interesting to see this like older man having like evolved. You think you'd have more. It's, but I don't even I don't know how I feel about it. Do you think it would be different if he didn't still play concerts? Like if he if he just like if he went totally into you know what I'm I'm Jimmy Buffett the franchise now. I don't play concerts anymore. 
I don't know. Aren't all old bands? Because he goes if you're out still there. touring, you're doing songs you wrote when you were like 20, right? Like Bruce is singing songs that he wrote when he was an entirely different person. Plus some new stuff. Yeah, you, you, pepper, in, you pepper in the new you, stuff. Yeah, you do a yeah. good mixture. The Broadway show, actually, I think is a really good, like, like beginning to the end of his career thus far. Yeah. It's a good, a really good, like, mix of songs. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Does he have a Rachel? That's what I want to know. Patty. In the show, yeah, Patty comes Patty out comes for a couple out. songs. They do some Tunnel of Love songs. Really? Yeah. Wait, really? You would like that real thing? You would like yeah. that album, Tim. Tunnel of Love. Oh man, I yeah, that's his it wife. Oh. Yeah. They've been together forever. Did he put? Yeah. Did he put like, his really love life on hold to go get famous and then come back and well, get his her? wife is a singer, so they could. They met organically. Yeah, she's in the East Street. See, that's the problem. That's the tragedy of Tully and Rachel's relationship. Is they they have. Very little in common. Because mm. you know, even, you know, they end up together on this island. What's well, Tully owns the resort at the end, correct? No, I don't think his he resort? owns it. I think oh, it was he's just, just reopening oh, he's or just something. He's the, yeah, he's the after, house. After the volcano right. has, has ravaged the island. For the grand reopening. He's like helping him out. Right, right, right. But you know that, I mean, he's still got to be touring and stuff. And you know that. I mean, the, that, that oh, really yeah, what is she going to well, Yeah, what are they going to do now? She's going to be on locale looking for more volcanoes, <laughs> for more potato power. For different vegetables, root vegetables for power. Uh-huh. And he's going to be traveling the world. Is she touring the with him? He's only playing volcanic, volcanic uh, ash. The soil <laughs> area. Yeah. Well, we got to start wrapping up the show now, even though we're just getting into it, oh, I feel. I could do a whole, we could do a whole <laughs> so second much. hour of, uh, of talk about this yeah. show. Let's do it. There's <laughs> yeah, so yeah. much more. Hold on, guys. <laughs> any final, any quick final thoughts, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, uh Oh, I thought we were just going to go in a circle. I was just yeah, start. I, I'm really uh, I'm upset that uh, nine other people have yet to call in. Uh, <laughs> so we, I guess, won't be going to see it all again together unless it's by choice. Uh, I am willing to make that choice. If you are, uh, I thought it was phenomenal. I had a uh, unironic, wonderful time. Yeah. Tom? I thought it was, a, it was a wonderful first time on Broadway experience for me. I loved um, the souvenirs. You get to take home your Margaritaville margarita cups. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were really clamoring to get as many beach balls because there's a big explosive beach ball in I wanted to make sure we talked about this. So many people. Or I saw like old men just like having like four to five different beach balls. In the hotel lobby. They were deflating them. I saw women deflating them and shoving them into their purses <laughs> yeah. just yeah. stuffing <laughs> it's gonna go to their florida beach home mm-hmm. tim i had a blast great company dude got so into that concert it was so much fun people were feeling it man yeah i was i i know we all went in with very low expectations yeah but jimmy buffett is a great time man there's a reason <laughs> he's got a musical dude people should go everyone should go see this it's fantastic going with an open mind <laughs> God, his music's so good, man. So good. I'm going to be rocking a Jimmy Buffett all day, man. I'm back in the mood. <laughs> well, I can't imagine a better place to end the show. Escape to Margaritaville, great. You, the listeners, made this happen. You, <laughs> you made this happen. <laughs> Stay tuned for Point of Order. They'll be in here momentarily. Uh, thanks to Tim, Tom, and Matt for coming in today. <laughs> Man, Trevor and Mariga for calling in. We'll be back uh, uh, next week, uh, but keep that dial tuned. Radio Free Brooklyn, don't go anywhere. Happy Memorial Day weekend, everybody. Yeah.